0: My gamers, geeks, fellow D&D freaks, and welcome back to a special edition of Rolling Hit Dice. Uh, I am Dave, as always. Uh, joining me today uh, is my co-host and the mixmaster himself, Big Jesse. Uh, is in the background. He's
1: what up? What up? How, how are you? How are you all? How are you all doing? I don't. I. Uh, I oh man, I don't like the way I did that. I, I immediately
0: regret it. <laughs> it's too late yep. can't nope. take it back can't it's it's there 100 <laughs> so uh today on we're our up, sa- i did the same exact fucking thing <laughs> just, all right i need an we're air horn a future jesse okay. right here where it just goes wah, 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 wah. he's just got the button right <laughs> i don't know
1: i don't i sorry i don't know what you're talking about oh
0: <sighs> Anyways, joining us today, um, I was supposed to have more things that you're supposed to send to me you didn't send to me, but I have the basic notes. Uh, Has been doing D&D related things for close to 10 years. Uh, Has been with Nat1Adventures for a little over a year and has been a DM himself for a few years now. Um, our uh, resident namologist slash uh, lovely boy slash uh, one of the, uh, the the rules lawyers that I get corrected by uh, whenever I fuck things up, which is usually a lot because you listen to me, everybody. Uh, the one, uh, the only, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Welcome to our area of chaos. Uh, I hope you enjoy do, your stay. Do who do whoy
1: voices.
0: Oh, they need good voices? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh if you've also been paying attention, we can go back. Uh he has starred as uh a, a, well, at least three that I know of. I only really know of three. Uh first initially started off as the very reserved, very quiet um master monk uh Vaza. Then played the more eccentric and swashbucklery and uh, friend to a certain individual who we will not name because he will come busting through that door because he's a trans-dimensional fucking god. Uh, folly. Oh, yeah. Um, and then most recently in the Tales of Dawn Hollow plays as Defici. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's 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 who I have him it's
2: as. A me, yes.
0: <laughs> let this defeat Yes. I nailed
1: my, it.
2: My <laughs> Italian accent will always be offensive, and I am sorry. sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. It's okay. No, Why no. don't you do me
0: a huge? No, 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 no. You need to do a huge favor. Go sit on some more. Uh, sip on some more espresso for me. Okay, and we'll be good to go. Wow. Yeah. So We're recording this. <laughs> I'm not. Ed- <laughs> I'm not editing that one. No, nope, that's in here. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> let me look at my notes real quick
1: hold on just so everybody understands why he just called it espresso, <laughs> it's because it's the one I know why it's the one word that this dude with the largest vocabulary that i know of he can never get that word right and he always fucking calls it it and i do a deep dive into the editing and i fix it every time i'm not fixing it this time
0: hey i did better i did better i started calling it espresso all right espresso i like espresso okay it just fits in my world and uh, espresso you know, yourself
2: i'm <laughs> yes but uh but just like coffee beans roasted <laughs> listen you got all this like
0: all these things so about about all these i have notes in front of me speaking of which notes dylan <laughs> dylan uh yes dylan of course we me. have to start here <laughs> We have to start here. I need to know, do you just have a vault in your brain where you can just alphabetically go, all right, um, hold on, and then there's just uh, like a, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and then just spitball it, or do you actually have some sort of master memory that uh, I need to Dave, tap into? Dave,
1: we're supposed to be doing listener questions. <laughs> um, this sounds This sounds oddly like it's not a listener question. Hmm. I mean- you you listen to your own production that's that's technically a listener question i'll give you that Uh, (laughs) oh whoops actually no wait here it is Uh, i found it on the uh the the paper of questions that i had up oh it does say anonymous asker um the yeah no it says definitely not dave the dm (laughs) is yeah it says anonymous um so believe it and continue all those ums were in the question as well it was very poorly written uh so go ahead dave what was that question
0: <laughs> uh that was the that was my question is like just what i want to know dude are we gonna take notes or, or are you gonna never okay so right, gonna... it's it's not
2: that i don't at all take notes yet like there are some important things I need to know that sometimes I will forget, like obviously uh, the name of Travic Duthane, the uh, pops and owner of the Creighton Basilisk, because I'm looking right at my the notes I do have. <laughs> um, but the thing is Let's that go. I'm not able to feel fully engaged while writing down things that happen. Like I was never much of a note taker in school either. Uh, I found it easier to engage with the lesson when i wasn't taking notes and...
1: you know i i i honestly like i thought that that was um like a gonna be like a like a real fun funny like thing to rip on but you bring up a very valid point in my opinion some people take notes and others don't i think like i'm a like a um i take a lot of notes and i'm very dave has seen some of my note taking i take a lot of notes however i do feel like it does take away from being in the moment so there are moments where i'm involved in a scene and i don't take any notes for a long time because i'll like deep dive into that rp which i love and it's you know it's it's why i play this game and i'll I'll lean into it and love the scene and and really get through it with um whoever's in the scene with me oh absolutely and then afterwards it's just like uh whoops i i I did not write anything down
2: (laughs) so and then what I do actually in kind of also in place of note taking is diary entry note taking okay please please expand on that writing literally just diary entries from the perspective of my character um I did this a lot with Vaza because he had a lot of thoughts that he did not ever want to speak um out of here i love that so yeah. sorry
1: i i did interrupt the diary <laughs> you're answers. good you're I good i do uh i do absolutely love that i i think that's an amazing idea i might start trying to do some of that yeah please and continue
2: i also find it kind of like helps me understand what my character's thinking too like not just like me writing this is a thing that happened like me instead being defuci writing What I think about what happens. So I get to like feel out what his biases might be, uh, for example, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he, like I probably heard um, in some interactions with Valorant, is that he has a pretty big bias toward nobility and uh, the upper crust.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it sounds. From what I know of Defici so far, it sounds like he's got kind of like a good reason to be there. Um, especially like what we know of the upper class in this world that um this beautiful world that Dave has created for us, um, and how it's like the different class tiers that you know are usually typical in most uh societies that are wealthy enough to have class tiers. Oh, yeah. I, I I don't even know of it has to do with that Uh, i don't know if i said that right (laughs) (laughs) good enough we're fine it's it's
0: it's pretty close It, it really is going off of your your journal uh i would say following up on that question would be do you utilize something similar when you are switching from being a player to a dm and vice versa and um are there specific tropes or characteristics that you tend to use in each of your characters and especially when you are a
2: dm. So, that's a lot of a lot of question and one question. Um
1: yeah, uh, okay, how how about this then? I I'm going to uh I'll jump the reins real quick. How about just um let's take the the first part of that first and say like um as when you're switching between dm and player, um like, is is it an easy um, transition? Uh, do you like one more than the other?
2: I feel they're very different experiences to me, at least. Like, I don't feel as though, like, they're as comparable as a lot of people kind of like, oh, I prefer to be the DM, I prefer to be the player. Like, there's so much enjoyability to, to both, but in, like, completely different ways. Um, a nice thing about... Uh, being a DM is all of the all the note taking you're doing not during the game. All of the notes that you had to write before the game, or are using a module. And uh, I've I've been running an Icewind Dale game, for example, has very it's like all the the information you need to go back and reference is there. It's organized. I kind of tend to divide my games by chapters. So like I have, okay, we're going to go from like levels three to five in this first chapter. uh, And we're going to deal with this city, get to this boss and uh, advance from there.
1: For sure. Like mini putting like you, you always have this overarching arc and then, um like are you saying like mini arcs and stuff yeah basically yeah i do the i do the same thing when i'm dming and i'll be honest with you uh i align right with you yeah uh i think that the experience has a lot to do with the players at the table oh absolutely Um, in this case metaphorical (laughs) table (laughs) but uh yeah, like, if you have, like, a good group that that trusts and um everybody feels comfortable with, and the RP is there, and it's the kind of game that everybody wants to play, whether I'm DMing or playing, like, there's aspects that I love to both.
2: Exactly. There's just something so yeah. different about um going from DMing to going back to being a player and leaving all of the story beats in someone else's hand when you know what it is to be in their shoes. Like, I I really, uh, partially I'm a, a little bit of a rules lawyer, obviously, um, because... uh didn't pick up on that at all. Well, <laughs> I just internalize the rules because there's just patterns and consistencies and it makes sense in my head. And then mm-hmm. I like, a lot of the times with like learning new rules in dnd i kind of like imagine okay how does this translate to real life
1: i do the same i do the exact same thing like in situations where people ask to do things if they can convince me that it is like how it would work in a world with magic and physics then <laughs> i'm like okay that sounds reasonable. Here's a disgustingly high roll because what you said is still kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, no, I, I always look at it as like the extra action in fighter, for instance, like, okay, once you gain enough skill, you're able to quicker than most swing this blade or hammer or whatever it is that you you know, you can swing it quicker and see the openings faster. And, you know, that is that what you kind of mean?
2: That and, like, also just kind of exploring how, like, ideas of things like magic translate to the real world. Um, if, like, we had to assign what we know about our world to magic. Okay. So like quick quick shout out to to Gorilla of Destiny on TikTok uh with the theory of magic cuz that shit is really like puts my my smart person brain in heaven. There's there's equations, there's there's calculus, there's physics. It's great.
1: That sounds I like I'm I would be interested in that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and that answer right that answer right there kind of ties into uh one of the one of the questions that was actually brought up to us by um cymerc um does they have their own fun thing that goes on with their partner and buddy friends and so big shout out to cymerc who participated in Bravo campaign um along with uh almost the majority of um Actually, I think it's your your whole entire cast side, (laughs) I I think, was in Bravo campaign Um, because they asked uh, what goes through your head uh, when you are gaming. And you just gave it that you like the equations, you like the logical part of it, being able to assign when this happens, it's because of A and B equals C is what it sounds like. You're just very logical about that. And it makes sense to you Um, because it was is it that? Yeah, is it a story? Pretty much summed to up. Or is it, or is it, man? I'd kill for some nachos right now. <laughs> All of the above. I have ADHD, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. So we got, you got that. Um, we got a few more. Uh, I will say, we'll go with Big Mike's question. Big Mike would like to know when was your first D and D
2: experience, and was it good or was it bad? So. <laughs> the experience itself was not bad the people the experience was with i went on to um kind of uh there was just some drama among that group that kind of it's not worth delving into but I, the experience itself was fun it was just you know me and a but couple what were, dudes what
1: were their like first and last names
2: <laughs> no i'm just kidding and
0: about <laughs> what t- and about what time was this and where do they about live no I'm don't just worry about it uh,
1: i'm just playing <laughs> like so let me let me ask this like um just so that you know i uh, i don't well uh, i want to i don't want to like be like yeah point at them but like what was an aspect of that party that Um, once you moved away from that party you got from a different party if that makes sense like what weren't you getting from that
2: party i got you like up until because here's the thing up until probably pre-pandemic-ish um was when i like actually started to no actually like early pandemic-ish because that's when I got into Critical Role. Was when I started to, like really invest yeah. myself more into D anD D. Like I'd been playing on and off, and having a group, but it wasn't like as as deep in as I am in now having like three games a week. I'm jealous. Keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily until I saw really what D anD D could be in like like obviously the major voice actors like doing incredible things at their table and we can no one wants to suffer from the mercer effect but also like you can still simultaneously aspire to to be a little bit like them like i 100 percent agree
1: i i mean i i exactly yeah i've I've had the discussion about the Mercer effect with a lot of people a lot of times. Um, I actually had a different podcast where we talked about it as well. Uh, I still truly believe that in the scope of things, like at at, at the end of the day, I believe that that um, content being put out in the world was a net positive for the D&D community oh, because it got so many people interested in playing. And once you become part of this community, I just picture, uh, yes, join, join mm-hmm. us. Oh, <laughs> join absolutely. us in this group. <laughs> join it <is>. me. <laughs> it is because it's
0: not, it's not just the Mercer effect. You have Matt Mercer and everybody in his cast who are phenomenal individuals spanning multiple different, um, life experiences, what they present, um, not only in their personal beliefs, but in their lifestyles. And you have them and then let's bring in and don't get rid of them. Um, Brennan Lee Mulligan and Abria Iyengar, like bringing those two in And they've done stuff with um, the Critical Role cast. Some of them, they brought in a whole different flavor of storytelling. Have you guys
1: ever watched or seen um, Tiny Heist? Yes. I have not watched that one. That's with the, the McElroy, McElroy brothers. brothers.
0: Yep. I wasn't going to take yeah, away from them either. I'm,
1: I'm, those are, those are my favorites as far as content creators. I fucking love those boys. Um, and, uh, that whole thing was amazing. That was my introduction to Brennan Lee Mulligan. The next question is from another listener of ours, um, Riley. And, uh, I don't know what this means, but, it, it was asked, why does Dylan have a jar of mayo? What the fuck is that about? I, <laughs> I looked it in because
0: I'm curious. So I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I... And I'm scratching my brain into where, because I don't even think that that showed up in anything, in any of the cam lists. I would have to deep dive way back
2: into um, campaign to... Look, understanding understanding the inner machinations of Riley is a Promethean task.
1: I got yeah, it. I there's got no it way. Yo, Riley, stop fucking trolling <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's what she does best though.
1: <laughs> yeah, Riley, Riley, it's what it,
0: it's what you do best. And you are you are you are my chaos bean daughter and I love and miss you. And um thank you for your question.
1: Yes. But um, next time,
0: more context, because I'm fucking lost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so aren't we all? We are. Oh, with, we are all on this adventure together. So, Dylan, uh, if you could host a celebrity, this is another question uh, from Sai. Uh, if Dylan could yeah. host, or sorry, if you could host a celebrity dream team table, who would mm-hmm. you? Uh, I can't fucking talk. If. I'm going to say this again. Too, oh, right? I need to talk. I'm going to do it over. <laughs> I believe in you. If you could host a celebrity dream team table, who would you get
2: to come to the
1: table and why? So <laughs> <Still> fuck <laughs> up. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Who gets it, who gets invited and why? So, is is the question. Important distinction. Is this a like celebrity D&D player specifically or like celebrity? Yeah, I would assume
0: I
1: I think it's this. I think it's this. I think it's whoever you Dylan, specifically, whether they're well-known, whether they're a best friend of yours that no one has ever heard of, who would you like to have at a table to play the funnest game of D&D that um, you think could be made? Oh,
2: man, that's... Setting I the bar think, high, huh? uh, yeah, right. It is, and well, I, I mean,
1: this is also very subjective. So, I mean, like your answer doesn't—it's—it's ha- it's not going to be right or wrong. I you got you. I mean? No, yeah.
2: Um, I—I I think to start at least, um, definitely Erika Ishi. Um, mm-hmm. she's just so chaotic and perfect. Yeah, and yeah, oh, I agree. Um, Lou Wilson, because I always love his energy. Oh, dude, um, Lou's my boy uh i think i think travis willingham would have to be there oh wow i've missed tables great so far okay all right keep going right yeah it it feels a little bit like we're uh heading toward the calamity table but you know um oh we're going to the
0: calamity table you're already there just go ahead and pick the rest of them
2: i'm trying to think who else um is it
1: bad that I don't know any of the names that you've said? Yes,
0: it is. <laughs> yeah. You troglodyte, go and look up all these people right now.
1: I mean, I'm assuming that they're all from um
0: they're all well they're all well-known and well-accomplished uh, yeah. voice actors along with being actual um names in the
2: TTRPG. Yeah. Uh, I don't community. Uh, I
1: I find it really hard to like watch people play D anD feel um, that
2: like it's the yeah. the format of it really matters. I found um for as far as attention span, like um the Dimension the sure. Twenty group, they're they're actually all comedians. I'm pretty sure not not necessarily voice actors. Um, like they they because Drop- Dropout is a, a the post product of college humor, right? yes it yes, is yep. dropped out of college uh, uh, uh I, I love that um but yeah that. hold on wait wait <laughs> say that say that again uh you know because they they dropped out of college <laughs> Gosh, <I'm> <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> listen we tell you there's a hole right there don't walk into <laughs> what you do
0: deedle, 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 deedle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: deedle, deedle, deedle. i mean isn't that the best thing a player could do Uh um, it is, and then what's it's all about that. is all of them. Skin.
1: It's all about that. Yes, and baby. I
2: right. mm-hmm. uh, think mm-hmm. like, I would want Brennan at my table too, just because he's hilarious as a player. Like, uh, if he, oh, I watched yeah. the, there was a one shot for Elden Ring, and his his character was just so ridiculous, and uh, it it was it was definitely like a, a hard one to get through, just because it was such a combat heavy system. But like, just the the role play they did on the side was pretty entertaining um so if you want to watch that and kind of like just skip through the combat to pay attention um do what you got to do
1: yeah no send me that one that that like
2: oh for sure i don't know
1: what watching what like i if it's a bunch of comedians i think that i could watch it it's like i can listen to D &D all day because i can like be actively doing other things or i can be driving down the road but like it's very it's very daunting when I look at a very popular like d and d on YouTube that is like three or four hours long. and I'm like, mm, I don't I, like I'm not invested in this.
2: I hear you, yeah. that's that's the nice thing specifically about the the comedian group, the dropout is that they format it in a way where it's more um edited, I guess, um like obviously, critical rules live and everything's happening instantly. but. I would say digestible. Yeah, that's like Like that's
0: how I like.
1: Yeah, isn't Dropout where Tiny Heist is, Dave? I believe so. Uh,
0: Dropout was Tiny Heist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, like that's like I got Dropout for Tiny Heist because of the because I love the McElroy brothers and yeah, no, like those were amazing to watch and it was like they they it's also like a lot goes into the production of the set you know, with lighting and, well, anyways, um, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm the, I'm sidetracking you.
0: <laughs> yeah, <you're valid. laughs> so it, it sounds, it sounds like your, your dream team as it was, as it's been presented is, uh, focused heavy on a lot of chaos with, uh, a lot of, um, I don't know, it just seems like it's a bunch of ca- of controlled chaos that can be pointed at something, and you just watch it going to be a train wreck. And you're like, I know it's going to wreck, but oh dear God, I want to watch it. Like it's, it's a beautiful happen. wreck. It's it, yes. yes. That's I the, mean,
1: all I would all I would throw out there is it does sound like just by what I do know of it that um it it would be missing like a loud, strong,
0: boisterous character. that so is that's, also that's where Travis comes in,
2: actually. Yeah, that
0: Travis is your inner ca- um, so, um Caillou. with, all every, right? you're a with every
2: Muppet production, you have to have chaos Muppets and you have to have order Muppets. <laughs> Otherwise, the universe
0: starts to implode.
2: No, yeah, no, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, if it's all chaos Muppets, it's just like what the fuck is happening? If it's all order Muppets, it's boring. If it's one playing off the other, you're like, oh god, they're making everything horrible for this other for the order Muppet. That's <laughs> <not laughs> yeah. gonna be hilarious. <laughs>
1: One hundred percent. So, is is defici chaos
2: or order? Um, she's probably leaning more toward order. I'd say. Okay,
0: and is it is that because it's primarily a lot of you? Because that leads into um, uh, one of the questions we have which, leads towards uh because we've got we, we we've gotten your your stuff we're going to dive in towards like this. Yep. your your uh, your character i will jump in just to say that
1: all of the ones that we are saying from here on out uh they are anonymous listener questions and i do want to throw out a thank you like a a giant thank you to everybody that did send in any questions to help us out with this so
0: thank you for that oh, yeah <laughs> but go ahead yeah how much of you and what aspects of you are in Defichi, and why did you decide to go that way?
2: So Defichi is a a case where rather than giving him more aspects of myself, I consider more I, just more like his... I gave him ideals first, like I didn't they're not necessarily my own ideals, just that like he has a very much a grind mindset, whereas I don't care for that lifestyle um he's very family oriented whereas I prefer my found family um and okay, yeah, just kind of let him. Like he's still he's taking inspiration for me if I imagined myself in that kind of situation, I guess you could say, like having to okay. support pops, having to uh keep the the um the scalies off our backs, keeping the tax people away and all that doing
1: what you have to do, yeah, bye. Yeah, okay, I can, yeah, I can see that I can see the, um, uh, uh, like that being a characteristic that, uh, someone that I have gotten to know so far Like, uh, as you, uh, having that, that, like, I, I will, I will do what I have to do Like, I can see that for sure remember at the beginning when i said that sometimes i say a lot to say a little (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) example
0: (laughs) see and that that and this is what i love like we're inadvertently kind of tying into each question that we that we have on here um with the fact that you've mentioned defeat ideals his grind his need to help um support pops one of the questions we have is, is the Fichi adopted and who is Travick to the You refer to him as Pops. Like, what do you feel um, Travick really is to De Fiji? I
2: gotcha. I don't fully remember what species we made to mother or if there was actually any uh, connection there. Um, but he... Is definitely like he's definitely adopted, I should start with. Okay. His mother is one can of worms we haven't quite yet opened. Uh, so we'll no leave that on the back burner for now. But yeah, now Pops is a dragonborn, Defi's a hippo, it's a Sponge plus star equals uh, scallop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do love their dynamic though. Um I think there are a lot of fun. Uh, to listen to with, you know, the, the grandfather that's, you know, always, he just seems like a a little on the, um, he's, uh, okay, this is what I get from it as, as a listener to it without knowing the characters and what I've gotten so far is that he does not want to admit how far he's fallen. And, and yet he, like secretly knows it and like wants the help but he will never
2: admit to it. <laughs> oh, you hit the nail on the head, what, buddy. Like tra- are you talking about Travick? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah, are, yeah, you're
1: yeah. talking about Travick, trap between Travick and uh Defici, like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, little bit of spoiler alert, like you're you're not wrong. The personality type that has developed from Travick from what um Dylan and I discussed with what he wanted and what he saw as a background for Fici, um opened up a bunch of stuff while, you know, essentially opening up a can of worms like, hey, this is what it's going to be. And it's going to be messy, but I really want this to go. And what made the most sense with um, Defici's adopted mother, not in the picture now, because of their dynamic between uh, Travic and uh, I'm not going to give you her name because Don't worry about we, we it. haven't opened up that cat of those can of worms and gone there. Their dynamic was as such that when DeFici grew up, he didn't have to help out, he could go and do things and he was a rapscallion and in getting into things, but he didn't have to do what he has to do now. And Travick is a very prideful man. And because of the only person he will accept help from is his son. Because of the love that he has for his son. The only part of a happy past with his spouse is defeating. So you're not wrong. That's 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 your little bit of insight into Travik. Like one of these days, I think after the campaign ends, I will say all of you can bombard me. What is the actual thing for these NPCs? And I'll go. Okay, here, let me bring up my stuff, and I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> but going from that, is there anything else you wanted to add to? Because um, oh, yeah, adopted and- um,
2: so. Yeah, you definitely hit the nail on the head with that relationship because that's circling back to a earlier question is one of the aspects of myself that I put into Jeffrey is um I was for the most part raised by my grandfather and he and I had an okay relationship like that's just him as a person is very much like his way or the highway but has a a New York attitude and just a lot going on there. But yeah, now you're accurate, in other words. Dear gods, I, did I
0: actually un, in, inadvertently? Yeah, a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Okay, all right. Can can some somebody somebody figure out how I'm tuning into these things? Because I had no idea. You're a goddamn psychic, my guy. Apparently, it's
1: uh, very, very flexible. You make it look that's fucking yeah. Crazy. No, you make it look very easy to pat yourself on the
0: back like that. <laughs> Dear God, I know. I I have to flex because you know I got to be able to reach over and slap you upside the head every once in a while.
1: Uh oh, fucking love you, bro.
0: Roasted. <laughs> wow. Okay, all right. Well we're we're just we're we're gonna go from that to Oh
1: do the um um the the moral the moral line yeah okay yeah why don't you read the moral line one
0: that I'm very
1: curious about this.
0: Oh well, the, the the moral line or you, you, you don't wanna to... okay so out of everything that Defici has done, including in your mind what he has had to do what is something one job that he regrets doing yeah is a job he regrets doing that's like the moral, moral question what is something that oh he no, has that, done that no? actually
1: wasn't but i like that question first because it might be it might okay. be because yeah, i want that and then yeah, it will exactly. lead to the other one man yeah fucking a, we're amazing together you and i <laughs> just the oh. two of us we can make it if we try D&D
0: this is me and pulling us. up the nerf cut and shooting him in the head right now guys don't worry about it
1: <laughs> sorry so question was for you dylan and then i jumped in and started talking a lot
0: <laughs> like what is what is that one what is that one job that you because you've you've done you've done your journal for defici what is one instance or one job that he regrets doing to this day? If any. If any.
2: So, there was one rumor that um, Valrin specifically had picked up about DeFucci where he had supposedly uh, killed a tax man. Yep, I still have that. (laughs) Um, And there it was sort of a a cover up almost, um, to what actually happened. It which that is what it kind of looked like. That was the rumor on the street that DeFi had fucking murked this guy to um to get the tax people off his back, basically. But it's in my head at least a little more complicated than that. There's still there's still pieces missing to that story in, in my uh head, like exactly what happened but there's definitely an aspect of he doesn't want to kill people that's like you said he's very much a I do what I have to do and yeah I can tell by the way
1: that he is in battle where he's just you know doesn't really do a lot
2: <laughs> hey, it's not my fault I get fucking hypnotized or whatever I'm absolutely fucking what are you doing <laughs> I have to at least have one combat and Every campaign I do with Dave, where I can't fight all combat for one reason or another. First <laughs> time was when Bossa got possessed. Then fucking Defici got stunned this campaign. <laughs> I don't even remember what actually. What? Why was Defici out of out of commission for one fight? Uh, well, I'm trying to remember. If we're
0: talking about the most recent one, it's because you decided that you beep, were going to.
2: Beep, beep,
1: beep. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just putting them in ahead of times because I'm bleeping that out. I, oh, <laughs> ahead of like bleeping. Okay, all right. I just don't want spoilers. Is all. all, all. That's the only reason. But yeah, in, anyway, in the future, anyway, in the future, may or may not find himself <laughs> in a position where he doesn't do much. <laughs>
0: I'd have to see. I
1: th- yeah, no worries. I need to go back and listen to combat. I will say this though: like, um, you have like you you even if like you are very clever as a person um, and a player, and it's it, it's very prevalent when we are playing. Um, and even in those situations, you do the thing that I try to do um, and don't always accomplish. And you make it look easy where even if you can't do damage or can't do much, you're always still very effective. You know what I mean? So like currently right yeah. now, you have that one spell that is the craziest level one spell in the game. Oh, fucking
2: celery barbs yeah silvery barbs my tuesday dm has that spell banned (laughs) like (laughs) um but you also have
1: like the bardic i mean the like i won't give uh any spoilers but down the line you give out a bardic inspiration that ends up like doing um wonders for the party that could possibly end up like doing really cool things Mm-hmm. And I was talking about uh, the other night session, so not
2: true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I, I. But all I'm saying is like you've you always find a way, and it's it's very clever. It's it's a lot of fun to be, you know, a part of.
2: Thank you. Yeah, that's that's my my DM as a player uh, aspect coming out again. That I am so focused on those technical aspects that. I want to be if I'm able to do something uh, that I do it and squeeze the most advantage out of my turn. And the best way to do that in D and D is to help someone else do something better. Very yeah, because it's always like one big thing that shifts the tide in D and D. I find. Mm-hmm. I I will say what's what's fun for me,
0: and this ties into the um one of the last few questions we have the fact that you are logical in how you approach things versus uh a lot of the other players is it's fun to try to hold you to your moral line and to get you to not be logical what is Defici like where does he draw his actual moral line we've kind of touched on it but what is wh- where 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 does he in his head go I will go here and no farther
2: I don't know if he's fully defined that to himself yet
1: because i mean he doesn't yeah he doesn't like killing but he is willing to if it means um like whoever is the you know presenting a threat yeah no he'll to him his livelihood or the ones that he yeah. cares for
2: he'll never do something to someone who doesn't deserve it is is what i try to go for um Now, whether they actually deserve it or not is another question, but if he, in his perception they deserve it, then uh, he has less qualms um, about acting a little less than savory.
1: Now, be honest with me, Dylan, because I think I know the answer with this. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that a you thing as well, you think? Like I'm, I'm not saying as far as this pretend character yeah. that is willing to lay down life. I, uh, like that's <laughs> not. But I'm saying like, hey, if some, if you saw someone like deserve a thing, like, and would you st- step into like the gray line to be like, yeah, you deserve that, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I, I, as a actual person, would say that I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, and if. And be very like particular about that specifically, like if someone actually deserves something, or if I just think that because of some bias that I haven't examined fully. And I think it's,
0: I think also, also like just because our family, our D and D family, has uh, has 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 grown and shrunk and grown again, and the ties that we all have are a big thing i think we all inadvertently have a specific line that we ourselves will not go beyond and it tends to translate towards our characters whether we mean to or not and i think that um from what i've observed defici has a very very close moral line to what you yourself are willing to do just from how you present yourself and maybe He's a little less tactical, a little less logical about a lot of things. But at his core, it's if you fuck around, you're going to find out. But yeah, and just like Dylan, he will murder you.
2: I, I will straight up murder you. I'm so threatening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you have a new pet familiar. OK, so I mean, you could, you know. Abba And uh, we could die <laughs> I think <laughs> I think what we'll do Is we'll ask our last question And wrap yeah. it up um, uh, Another anonymous question is Anonymous uh, listener question Anonymous listener Anonymous question Pow <laughs> <Anonymous. laughs> um, How did Defici and Solomon meet? Ooh um, <laughs> How do you think they met?
2: I think they met I feel like it started out very much Defici thinking of Solomon as someone he could take advantage of at a further date. Yeah. Easy mark. Got it. Yep, basically. And then just he was he's just so stupid and Defici felt so bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like someone's got to teach this guy the way and it just grew over time to to be like, oh, I, I actually have to, to care for this guy. He's my friend i i honestly feel so- solomon is is the
0: balance to get you to actually have fun yeah that's fair i think that if solomon is not there then you will continue as defici to work and do all this stuff and then unless solomon pops up and is just like let's go do some things all right because i'm bored and you've got gold and we got to do things <laughs> And, you know, something along those lines, you, you, you won't stray really far. So I think that that works. And 100%, I agree. In my mind, as the one who created Solomon, uh, Solomon was essentially your first mark. Your very first mark when you had to start helping out Pops it was your first mark. Because he worked as um, an apprentice to a blacksmith. And, you know, you convinced him that, you know, he didn't need some of the things that he had, he could give them to you and that you could totally sell it for a lot and you could, you know, cut him some. And then from there, it just turned into, well, he kept on helping you out and then you felt bad and it just turned into a sort of companionship that just works you are the smart to his stupid, and he is the fun to your grind.
1: My favorite thing that has, that I've heard, like, so far from him is, what's orange juice? <laughs> uh, I think it was orange juice. And, like, yep. you know, just <laughs> Dylan, it took you so completely by surprise. <laughs> like, you just it uh, it's. That, it's that. And then somebody walks by with
2: orange What green. did I say at the time? Like, how do you not have scarvy? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> I absolutely missed that. I wish I wouldn't have. Like, that's awesome. That's why I
0: enjoy going back and listening to the stuff. I will perpetually always listen and find new things that I completely spaced out on. Or I was so in the moment that I didn't realize what was being said. And somebody says something and I'm plowing on. And they go back and go, Jesus fucking Christ, Dave. It's right fucking there. And you missed it. And then I use that and I, you know, push it forward.
1: All right. So
0: here's here's
1: the final question that I I just came up with off the top of my dome. Um what's your favorite part of the campaign so far that it's involving um Defeci and Tales of Dawn Hollow?
2: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Thank you. I I appreciate the assist.
2: I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um gosh, that's a so many good moments, um gotta give it to the um the magic shop, yeah, okay, oh yeah, just her her checking saw, and then you're like, I don't know, he could probably have some magic potential. Let's roll a d20 and find out and I'm like <laughs> and you're like, that's yeah, you're like a nineteen or an eighteen or something yeah, I was like, if he
0: rolls like an eighteen or above, he'll have a little bit, and I roll eighteen on the dot, and I'm like Well, okay, then. (laughs) Apparently, he's got a, you know, a little bit of the weave in him, so... Yeah, yeah. he's he's definitely going to be leaning more sorcerer than wizard. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, Let's... And to jump off, that's your favorite moment, what is something that you are looking forward to uh, Defici either uh, doing or uh, something that you want Defici to um,
2: experience? Honestly, my favorite, like... My favorite moments, um, or my, the moments I'm always looking forward to, are just the, the inter-party interactions. How he has just such different relationships with everyone that, in, a, in the same vein as Solomon, like, he sees Clackety as someone who's um, just not connected and just needs a, a little push in the right direction. And then Valrin, so it's, it's, like it's almost like a rivalry, Not, it's adversarial or friendly. Like, oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's essentially, uh, what
0: would be the closest thing I do? It's Ash versus Misty, is what it is. This actually leads
1: into the thing that I really wanted to ask. And it was going to be, um, like with defici does he have a party member that he, um, like in this party, does he see somebody as, uh, um, like someone that he, considers closer than the rest and then somebody that he considers um, like outside of this party I don't think we would be friendly with each other or friends
2: I think honestly Clackety is probably the one he's closest to like the other two being from the higher society in his eyes even though Valoran's clearly stepping away from that aspect he still kind of has that aspect of seeing them as worlds away where in, in a sense, Clackety and him were more similar that they had like urchinish upbringings, or like basically just not high society upbringing
1: for sure. Yeah. I mean, the more that I can say like for Clackity, the more that he learns about the world, um, the more he respects Defici for um to him. Like he doesn't understand why if people have things that they don't need, then why are there people that need things that they don't have?
2: Clackety said, seize the means of productions. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Say that again? Wait, what? I said, Clackety says, uh, seize the means of production. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: um, I laughed, but I don't know what that means. Oh, it's, it's Sorry. The,
2: um, the, the tagline of, of communism.
1: Oh, (laughs) but yeah, no, uh, I'll be honest. Like I was kind of trying to think about how somebody that has never been within a society would see a society. And I feel like someone like clackety with the way that he, um, earns for emotional connections with people that I I I feel like he would like lean into the socialism without knowing like why it would be a bad thing and not understanding like why it 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 wouldn't be as good and i i think that he would see it as like i said like he would see it as why are there people with that don't need when there are so many without that need and that might play into some stuff later on but that is something why he does look at defici and Respects him more and more and more. Oh yeah, for sure. How about wait? What was the what was the other side of that question? Juicy. Who doesn't DaVinci like? <laughs> <laughs>
0: if if <and> if
2: anyone, <laughs> um, I because he doesn't dislike any of you. Like he, the yeah, only one he's yeah. like not quite sure what to make of, just because they've been more reserved as Gwen, um... Gwendolyn Starr. That is stuck in my head forever, by the way.
0: (laughs) Gwendolyn... Gwendolyn
2: Starr! That needs to go on your soundboard. Yeah, (laughs) I was just thinking that in my head. It is. It should be. It needs to. Mm -hmm. But, um... That was fantastic. Yeah, but he doesn't know quite what to make of them. Like, they're... in. Least from his perspective, they're very unique. like the fact that they're in same similar to Baburn upper crust Society upbringing mm-hmm. um, but like has clearly the, the challenge of um, what we've discovered in the most recent episode, which I won't talk about, his spoilers mm-hmm. and that and the, the physical disabilities that we've kind of known from the start that uh, they've been dealing with. Um, has like made made him less think of her as someone who's like upper crust, but like more that oh, this is someone who has the same kind of difficulties that makes them easier to humanize from his perspective. I guess
1: I love that. Nice. I think that's a beautiful answer. Thank
2: you.
0: oh well, is there is there anything that you want to put out to our listeners? Uh, in our final final farewell as we uh, wrap up your uh, roll and hit dice
2: interview? um, Just, hi friends. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have anything. Uh, <laughs> what,
0: he's, what he's saying is just, you need to go drink a lot of espresso. Drink water, guys. <laughs> Hydrate. I even say it right and I get nothing. Wow. Good job. I you did it. Just It's fine.
2: Nope. Nope. It's
0: going back to I'm putting the X back right in there. Big old <laughs> big old X right in there again. We're going to put it. No. Awesome. Um well, thank you for uh humoring us and uh allowing us to ask you some questions from listeners uh both um known to us and not known to us. And uh listeners, we will be interviewing um the other two. As time comes on, and look forward to interviews with Faye and Via, and uh, thanks for being here I with all this fun I, stuff.
1: I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: You had the first <laughs> fucking interview. <We're>, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. I was there. I remember it. I can, like, be there. All
1: I'm trying to say, Dave, is what about me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will have the three of them interview you. <laughs> you have no idea the shit that goes through my head and all the different songs and lyrics and everything else that goes through my brain all the time. Anyways, thank you listeners for putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, look forward to more and more episodes. And as always, down below you is how do you like the episode? You can use that to ask questions about anything and make suggestions. And please, your opinion matters to us. So Continue to be safe. Have a great new year. This is a new year. We're turning it around. Channel your positive. Remove the negative. And uh, thanks for being here. Bye, nerds. Voting Ida the Owl Lady. Bye.
2: (laughs) Bye. (laughs) All
0: right. Bye, y'all. And then the outro.
2: (laughs) We've got to acapella this outro. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> <I got you. laughs> Fades to black.
1: Nah, I don't need to put the whole thing in, I'll put it in and post. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>